successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Thank you for joining me today on KMBZ 980 AM if you're joining on the radio on our podcast channel or on my website, grillnationshow.com. It's great to be back here on the show today. As always, you can find me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Hope you're having a great week. I'm excited to have on a very interesting uh, group of guests here today. Thanks to the great folks at the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is Think kc.com. We are going to be joined today first by Jonathan Connect, who is the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Creative at the Kansas City Area Development Council. And then we're going to welcome in some other guests here after the break. But first, I want to start with Jonathan. How are you today, sir? Good, Jason. Good morning. Happy to be with you. Good to see you again. How are things in your world? Our world is uh, extremely busy. Everyone is scrambling uh, to keep up with, uh, you know, the ongoing effort to promote Kansas City. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a busy summer. It's it's flying by. It really has, hasn't it? So now now we've entered the fall. And what do you do at KCABC, Jonathan? Let, let's do, let's talk about that first because you've only been on the show once, I believe. Uh, I'd love to know more about what you do at the, at the uh, KCABC. Sure. So I help lead the the marketing side of of KCADC. We're really kind of a two-sided organization, one side with our business development team that really helps facilitate uh, and and manage uh, businesses as they expand into our market. Um, And then the flip side of that is the marketing side and PR and, and graphics and creative work that we do to help market to those organizations around the country, around the world, and really even to talent that is looking to opportunities in Kansas City, uh, to many of the great companies we have here. So um, it's a little bit like uh, uh, they're reeling in the fish and and we're uh, baiting the hook. So uh, we've got a great team here uh, and we've been at it for a while and um, it's great to market uh, a great city. It's a great product to work on every day. Definitely is. Jonathan, we're going to be joined here on the show today by two other guests, Sean Long and Jen Nusbeck. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, KC Parade of Hearts. Kind of give us a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be hearing from Sean and Jen and yourself. Um, you don't need to get into all the nuts and bolts, but let's just talk about kind of what our focus on the show is today. Yeah, absolutely. So there's an amazing effort that's going on uh, and, and the team and the details will be shared by Jen and Sean. But, uh, you know, bringing the heart to life in Kansas City and seeing it really throughout the region is really uh, uh, what their effort is and, and bringing us together behind this great symbol. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, we united forces with uh, 
uh, Chase McAnulty and Charlie Hustle and their kind of iconic Casey Hart symbol that really goes back to the Negro Leagues, goes back to being in the heart of America, really a hundred years of that being our kind of DNA identity here and refreshing that to, to market Kansas City to the world. But then also uh, it leads to all these other great uh, ways of embracing the heart. And the Parade of Hearts is a completely unique and amazing way to connect Kansas City to this great symbol that really represents who we are here. The Parade of Hearts website is theparadeofhearts.com. Um, fascinating website. We'll go through it. Um, yeah, so I, I was really intrigued by this. Obviously, you, you all started uh, working with Chase uh, and, and adopting kind of that as the symbol, what, about a year or two ago? Or is it, has it been now? It was the end of 2019, yeah, right right before the, the pandemic hit. Okay, because I remember at the Super Bowl, you guys were, uh, the Super Bowl, you were very engaged uh, on the ground. Absolutely. Uh, thing. This is not just a Kansas City thing. This is a, a national thing. Absolutely. And, and, and we'll talk with the Parade of Hearts. The Parade of Hearts is a great example of it on the ground here locally. Uh, and KCADC's efforts are really to take it out and, and make it visible around the world, around the country, and, and connect that icon to Kansas City and all the great things that are going on here. Mm-hmm. So Jen, or, uh, yeah, Jen Nusbeck will be joining us. Jen... Uh, is the co-director of the KC Parade of Hearts, and uh, and Sean Long is the vice president of philanthropy and corporate outreach at the University of Kansas Health System, uh, also heavily engaged in this as well. So they'll be joining us here after the break. I wanted to talk too about you know KCADC going into the fall. I know you guys have a lot of events uh, that you're engaged with, and there's always a lot of announcements around uh, you know new new businesses coming to Kansas City. I get the emails. Um, is there anything you want to highlight that is kind of coming up or that is an exciting win for Kansas City? Yeah, absolutely. So every year in the fall in November, we have our annual meeting, which is is really traditionally been a luncheon uh, where we gather maybe close to 2,000 folks at the Grand Ballroom. We obviously didn't do that last year. In November, we ended up making a 60-minute uh, video broadcast that was still super fun to put together and communicate and message to everyone who, who loves Kansas City, what's uh, going on here and, and, and how we're growing. Uh, so we're going to get back in person this year. We're going to be back in the Grand Ballroom on November 5th. And uh, we're really looking forward to the Kansas City business community coming together. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a vaccination expectation that we're, is going to make that room available for us to get together, network together again, see each other again in person and, and, and really uh, and, and take advantage of what's always been a great day to feel good about being uh, in Kansas City and doing business in Kansas City. Yeah, I, I watched it last year. I thought it was really well produced too. So even though it wasn't live, it was. I felt like it was. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. We kind of felt like we were putting together a a, a TV show. Uh, we were ready to go run to Netflix and say, "Hey, we want a Kansas City show on every week." <laughs> Um, but we're excited to be back in person too. We're also we're going to have great video content again uh, that we can share afterwards and and really again kind of keep that hype going about what's going on here. But it will be great to to be in person again too. I bet, yeah, for sure. That's a lot of planning that goes into that, so that's exciting that that's happening here. And then you know, of course, if you go to your website at uh, online at let me bring it up here, thinkkc.com. Uh, you know, I'm looking through it and I read some of it this morning about some of the innovative kind of uh, things happening around cold storage, around, you know, logistics, around kind of recruitment of companies, you know, spec space. I mean, there seems to be a lot of stuff happening 
uh, and a lot of potential wins for Kansas City either now or in the future. So that's exciting to see. I think that's right. And, you know, different sectors in Kansas City have obviously adjusted over this last two years. Um, so where we're seeing uh, movement and growth uh, are the types of things that we want to share um, with with our group. Yeah. Yeah. And I did see Tim Cowden was in New York the other day as well at the uh, New York Stock Exchange, I believe. So that's so I'm sure he was uh, he was rocking the Casey Hart, uh, which we'll talk about here in a second on his voyage. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a great opportunity to uh, to join a, a Kansas delegation. Uh, I think the governor of Kansas was there as well to help ring the bell. So uh, always great when uh, when uh, Kansas City is ringing that bell. I love it. I love it. Um, we're going to have an awesome show today. As soon as we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about the Parade of Hearts, KC Parade of Hearts. The website is theparadeofhearts.com. I think I think it's pretty cool what they're doing, uh, and uh, we're going to talk all about it here on the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us today. We will be right back after the break. to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM or if you're on podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, or on Stitcher, we greatly appreciate it. Or if you're on our website, grillnationshow.com. I want to remind our listeners that you can go to YouTube and watch any of our shows. Uh, Just search for the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Uh, We are now joined again by Jonathan Connect, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Creative at the Kansas City Area Development Council. Uh, Jen Nusbeck, who's the co-director of the KC Parade of Hearts, and Sean Long, who's the vice president of philanthropy and corporate outreach at the University of Kansas Health System. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, dive into the KC Parade of Hearts. Sure. Well, thanks for having us. Um, we're very excited to talk about Parade of Hearts. Um, my background is primarily a nonprofit. Um, presently, I'm the chief development officer. My full-time job um, is at a Hope House a domestic violence agency, and was invited to join this incredible group of leaders in Kansas City, including Sean, um, to come in and co-direct the Parade of Hearts. And my co-director is Mary Woldridge, who is with uh, Dimensional Innovation. So we're super excited to join you today. You're very busy. This is uh, another labor of love for you, Jen. It is. You know, I think somebody really helped put these words into um, how I would describe Kansas City. We do so many epic events, but it's always tied with philanthropy. We want something good tied with our big, fun activities, events. And I think the Parade of Hearts is just another example. And pun intended, um, our hearts are forward in this. Completely. (laughs) Sean, welcome to the show. Sean, tell us about yourself. Uh, I did some research. I, you know, you've you've had quite an interesting journey um, in Kansas City, both in media sales and in sports, and now at the University of Kansas Hospital and Health System. Well, thanks, Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, it's just a kind way of saying I can't keep a job, so I appreciate the way you spun that. Um, yeah, so have had some really um, uh, interesting 
uh, career path to get to where I am um, was in radio and television um, for a while on the sales side, primarily through sports, uh, the Chiefs radio broadcast and, and kind of did the same thing at KCTV5 and then went to work for the team, for the Chiefs. Um, and that led me to uh, the University of Kansas Health System where I met Bob Page. They were a partner of the team. And uh, so just over the course of getting to know uh, Bob and some of the board members and some of the executive team while I was with the Chiefs, you know, we got into this crazy conversation about, uh, hey, since you don't know anything about healthcare or philanthropy, why don't you come over here and, and uh, help us? And um, while it doesn't make any sense, I do think that those all that background kind of helped me um, or positioned me in, with some maybe a different way of looking at things, um, you know, uh, that is, that has been beneficial. I hope it's been beneficial for the health system. So, um, this, this event as, as Jen and, and Jonathan have, have talked about, um, is really, um, an interesting event. I think people are really going to be blown away, um, when they see this thing come alive, um, on the streets and in the neighborhoods of Kansas city. Yeah. I can't wait. And how did you get engaged Sean with, uh, the Pray to hearts? Well, so I, I sit on the KCADC board and, um, you know, I, I can remember now this was pre-COVID. Because everyone raves about you because that's why. Oh, my God. Well, Well, look, um, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, um, for sure. I I have I've had the good fortune of just um, uh, getting to know and meet some really incredible people, Um, folks on this screen. Uh, the KCADC group as a whole is just super dynamic. Kansas City should be really proud of this group that's going out and telling our story to the to the other cities around the country. Um, we've got a great group. I mean, maybe one of the best economic development councils in all of the country um, that are out representing us. And so what they get to represent, though, is is kind of the spirit of Kansas City, right? I mean, you know, Jason, it looks like maybe you grew up here. I did a little snooping around on you, too. So, um <laughs> You know, Kansas City is a unique place. I can't, I can't wait for our coffee after this call or this video <laughs> show. We go through all of our mutual friends at the Chiefs, at the University Health System. I mean, there'll yep. be many stories we can share about them, too. There will be many. You know, one of the things, too, that, that kind of came to mind as I was thinking about this conversation is when I was with the team, I probably noticed it more then than in any other time. But when other players and coaches – you know, would come in from different markets, from different teams, they got traded or the coaching staff got blown out. So you got a new group of people. Inevitably, they all talked about the same thing. Like they couldn't believe Kansas City. I can remember when Montana came here, he said, I can't believe that I could let my kids out in my yard to go play. Yeah. Like that is something we just all think, well, why wouldn't you? But, yeah. but Kansas City is a unique place. And, and uh, more and more people are discovering that. And um, we hope that Parade of Hearts is another you know, vehicle or a platform to, to tell that story. Let's uh, let's talk about that. And Jonathan, chime in wherever you want to as well on the uh, the overview of it. So so let's start there. Just kind of what is it uh, and, and what does it engage and involve? Uh, Jen, do you want to start? You bet. So the, these Kansas City leaders, including Sean, um, really started talking about how can we bring the heartland forward after, you know, at this time, this is back in June of 2020. Um, and they were talking about, you know, the pandemic, civil unrest, um, the upheaval of the election, the economy, um, how our cities in the metro were feeling divided. 
how can we put something together to unify the Kansas City region? And there is nothing more iconic, like Sean said, than our heart. And really getting to um, those conversations with people like Chase McAnulty, Bob Kendrick, Sean Long, Tucker Trotter from Dimensional Innovations, and saying, let's really challenge ourselves to bring something not to just Kansas City, Missouri proper, but all throughout the region, our surrounding cities on both sides of the state line. And let's also build something so incredible that we can um, raise funds for those that have been most impacted by the events of last year and unfortunately well into this year. And also um, kind of our secondary mission is to bring an economic impact to where these hearts will be placed. So um, it's a multi-pronged approach, but um, there's a lot of people that have suffered um, significantly, um, businesses, individuals, our communities. And um, with that, we um, want to set a national example um, of how Kansas City did it. And that came through through the Heartland and a Heartland celebration. So you're really trying to unite our community. And, and so let's talk about kind of the timeline. Where are we at now with this project? And, um, you know, you laid out the why and the goals very well. Where are we with the timeline on this? Um, as we sit here this week, obviously, it's the week of September 13th. Um, this show will air all week. Uh, where are we at right now? Two big significant things are happening this week and next week. And the first is we are just wrapping up the call for artists. They are submitting their designs. That deadline is September 22nd. And Jason, um, I know that we um, as a board and committees are so excited to share. As of today, we have over 400 heart designs submitted and we still have a week to go. It's pretty wow. exciting to see various designs, not only that represent um, Kansas City and the greater region culturally, but historically and some exciting designs about our future. And then the other big significant thing happening this week and next is our final commitment from our Kansas City businesses um, that are pledging heart sponsorships. They are really the fundamental um, revenue source for this huge endeavor. And um, so as we wrap that up at the end of next week as well, um, as of this morning, another big moment is Kansas City businesses have already pledged $1.4 million um, to this endeavor. So we're very proud and mm -hmm. honored to have so many partners in this. Wow, that is impressive. Um, so you have a lot of supporters, obviously, and, and a lot of sponsors. You always could get more, obviously, as we grow. Um, why is that so important, Sean or Jonathan, to kind of what you're trying to do? Because I, as you look at the website, uh, again, or if you go to your Instagram page, theparadeofhearts.com, I mean, these are absolutely huge Casey Hearts. These are not like, you know, our buttons or our, uh, you know, our T-shirts. These are like, I'm looking at one Tucker Trotter in the background from Dimensional Innovations on the Instagram page, and it's like almost as tall as he is. So. Yeah, I think these hearts are about five by five, five foot by five foot. So these are these are big, noticeable hearts. You know, I, I just, I'd chime in here, um, Jason, and, and tell you that, um, you know, or just to remind your audience that, 
Um, the number that, that Jen just referenced, the 1.4 million, this is year one of this event. Most events, even the, the signature events in Kansas City, don't start year one with this kind of momentum. So I, I've been absolutely blown away by the reaction, not only from the corporate community here in Kansas City, by the way, we still need um, more support. We're, we're working towards, um, obviously, the more support we have, the more hearts that we can buy, which is the more neighborhoods that we can um, expose um, through this process. So uh, we're still wor working diligently and, and urgently on, on finalizing our, our corporate support. But from the artist community, Jen referenced the number of artist submissions. Um, I think just um, just the overall reaction from everybody that we've chatted with. And, you know, again, I've, I've gone out and talked with people about the Chiefs or radio or TV and some really cool things. I, I have never seen a re an overall reaction um, from the community that I've seen with Parade of Hearts. Um, so that that's truly exciting. And and couple that with the fact that this is year one. Um, we hope that subsequent years will be even bigger and better. Can't wait. KC Parade of Hearts, the website is theparadeofhearts.com. We're going to talk all about it here on the Grill Nation show. We will be right back after the break. To the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today. If you're uh, listening on the radio on 980 AM, if you're joining us on podcasts, uh, or if you're watching us on my live stream or on our YouTube page, we greatly appreciate it. Again, you can you can find us all over social media. Just search for uh, Jason Grill on Twitter at Grill Nation Show, also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm joined today by a great Kansas City collaborator with the show, the Kansas City Area Development Council. They, uh, they come on the show uh, four times a year to talk about what they're doing and what Kansas City is doing. And today we're joined by Jonathan Connect, who's the Senior Vice President of, uh, of Marketing and Creative at the KCADC. Uh, Sean Long, VP of Philanthropy and Corporate Outreach for the University of Kansas Health System. And Jen Nusbeck, who's the co-director of the KC Parade of Hearts. We were talking about kind of where we're at here with the timeline and the goals and the why. If I'm an artist that wants to apply, what do I need to do and, and how do I do it? Who wants to take that one? I'm happy to. So we've got theparadeofhearts.com. And thanks for sharing the website, by the way. Um, artists can go there. Um, they'll click on the link for artist submissions. We provide the guidelines. We also give them the dimensions of the heart. As Sean mentioned earlier, these are five by five structures um, before the base is considered. Um, it's also sitting on a base. And from there, they can create a sketch or they could do a full rendering, upload that and mm. submit it. And then from there, once the deadline happens, which is next week, September 22nd, um, an independent jury selection panel. These are experienced people. The panel is on our panel as well. It's separate from sponsors. It's separate from our board. They are simply looking at this blindly. Mm -hmm. It's designs. Um, does it represent Kansas City geographically, culturally, diversely? Um, and setting some high expectations on bringing 
um, our artists of color, our indigenous um, artists, and um, those that have really made what Kansas City really is, um, and bring that to what will be over 150 hearts displayed throughout the region. Well, that was a question I had: is how many hearts are there going to be? And and how like are these things? So at, what what are the components, the materials, the composition of these things? Like when we when we drive down on the plaza and we see one, are we? I mean, are these just just massive like uh, structures? I know they're five by five, but it's just I'm trying to comprehend it because I just imagine like pictures of like these things all over social media. <laughs> That's going to be the case. So they are three dimensional. And so let's say we're driving down through the plaza and with the base um, and it will be sitting on a base with a pole almost seven feet tall. And once they are placed, it's over 400 pounds. And that heart is anchored into um, the base. And it will, um, the artist will be um, designing both the front and back. The iconic KC will reside on one side and then there'll be a blank canvas on the other. So artists are really um, encouraged to bring their designs to life, um, whether they highlight the KC or um, maybe make it a more subtle component. We have seen some really amazing things. I think Patrick Mahomes has been submitted a couple of times. I know that's probably shocking. Um, you've got um, Walt Disney, um, some of his um, characters coming to life on these hearts. So I think we're going to see a wide variety um, of hearts, and designs coming through into heart neighborhoods. And I'll tell you, heart neighborhoods are going to be two hearts, or it could be we could go through a neighborhood at 18th and Vine. There could be five hearts. So a lot to experience. Yeah, if I could jump in real quick, Jason. Um, you know, the amazing opportunity here is if you consider those 150 hearts, one big canvas that's going to stretch across our region that our artists are going to express and tell stories about Kansas City on. What an amazing, uh, again, just overall expression of Kansas City and the heart coming together across the region. I, I don't think we're, we've ever seen anything like it. And, and not to tee you guys up, but the fact that we live in this age of social media and technology that's mobile there's an amazing opportunity when you get out and around and see these, you're going to be able to track them, catch up on the stories, find out the backgrounds of these artists as they roll out across the region. So I don't know if I'm, I'm jumping in, in uh, <laughs> no, the wrong queue here, fun. but the technology on the backside is going to be amazing if you guys want to talk about that. Yeah, the technology and, the, you know, like uh, how does the process work once you select the folks? So once the artists are selected – Mid-October, we will have 150 plus hearts brought to one warehouse. We'll get the artists to pick up their hearts. And for the next 100 days, they will bring their magic to life. We will collect all of the, all of the hearts um, at the end of January. And we will work to um, coat them, weather protect them, and get them ready for a early March spring launch. Um, because, you know, Kansas City's uh, spring weather might bring uh, some elements. So we want to make sure the hearts are protected as much as possible. Um, they're made of fiberglass. Um, and this particular fabricator 
um, is known for creating these art installations for outdoor. So they're going to be very sturdy and withstanding. That's not to say something couldn't happen, but we're going to do our very best to keep those hearts protected because mm -hmm. they'll be on display from early March next year through the end of May. Oh, wow. So, okay. So it's a two month display. Three months. Three months. Okay. So, yes. March. so if, if I'm selected as an artist, um, if I apply, what is there a, is a reward? Is there any kind of beneficiary? What happens to the people who are, who are lucky enough to be able to design a heart? John or uh, Jonathan, do you want to take that one? Well, the only, the only one of the few numbers that I know is that one, uh, so I, I could share. But uh, each art, each artist will get a, a two thousand dollars stipend um, for um, being chosen um, per heart um, as being a part of this program. Wow, that's yeah. great! So do the math. I mean, you know, you've got one hundred and fifty hearts. I mean, it's a big commitment to the art community, um, which is obviously one of the goals and objectives we had here is to is to try to look out and. Not that everybody wasn't impacted by COVID, um, but man, local artists and local business, small minority-owned businesses, there's been a, a ton of folks that have been impacted here, and we felt like this was a, a really positive way to reach out to the art community. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I mean, I, I still see one of those cows that has the, the emblems on it from when I was like a kid in somebody's front yard in Brookside. So like, I, I, I do remember that campaign back in the day. I mean, if it was a campaign, I, I just remember people were painting cows when we were, when we were a cow town at, at, in the 70s, but now we're not. So I, I enjoy this. And I can't imagine um, what Chase is thinking and Bob with this Casey Hart. And it's going to be uh, pretty epic to see it in 150 places. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, like we think about we've only been really kind of made it our, you know, our, our emblem, I guess you would say, our logo on T-shirts uh, and with the Monarchs, of course, but it really kind of became a thing around the world series around 2014. Uh, so it really hasn't really been uh, there that long, I guess in the mainstream, but now it's like, you just, you just don't even think about it. Like being a, not our emblem. Why do you think it's uh, why do you think it's the best symbol? Why do you think it represents Kansas city so well? And so many people have, have really kind of dived into it and wear it and share it and want to be a part of the parade of hearts. Why, why do you think that is? You know, one. I'll jump in quick. I think one of the reasons is that uh, you know we are uniquely centered in the heart of the country, uh, and that's that's a unique position that you know you can't change that. You can't just grab the uh, another part of the country and say, "Oh, well, the heart is here." Uh, you know, we we're kind of conditionally uh, raised to think that the heart's kind of in the center of something. So we just have this great unique position. And then what's happened is I think the culture that's uh, been uh, brought to life in this city represents that. Uh, and so there's a great opportunity for the, the philanthropy, the kindness, the, the generosity of spirit, camaraderie uh, that, that people feel in Kansas City. Um, it's one of those things where the heart uh, is just a natural. So, uh, you know, to, to your point, Jason, it just kind of grew and evolved. And I, I know at KCADC, when we were looking for some new uh, brand positioning back in 2018 and 19, uh, we just said, well, gosh, you know, I, I don't know how you can really pinpoint uh, our culture any better than the way it's already been done uh, and, and exhibited at that point through, you know, maybe a, a million t-shirts being worn around the world. So it, it's just, it's a great opportunity for a symbol to represent a city. Um, and I think that uh, 
it's going to be exciting to see it come to life in the parade of hearts. That's for sure. Yeah, certainly a great deal of history, obviously going back a hundred plus years um, with the heart, uh, with the railroad workers uniforms. And it's a really a neat story once you start digging into it and realizing it. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned, Jason, was the cow parade. Um, and if you think about a cow parade, which was a one year event, 20 ish years ago, um, that a lot of people still remember and are still t- are still talking about. And so without the technology, without the use of, of an app that can really tell you the story of the artist, the history, the story behind it, um, uh, you know, we're going to have that with this event. Um, we hope that people will get out and engage um, with the art community to go see these Parade of Hearts and learn the stories, because there's a lot of history here that will be represented. Very much so. Uh, we're having a fascinating conversation about the KC Parade of Hearts. Uh, we'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Again, the website is theparadeofhearts.com. Um, just gives you all the details about the uh, what's happening, the guidelines, kind of the timeline, uh, the sponsors, the supporters, the vision, and the, the why behind it. Uh, we're going to talk more about that after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today on radio, on podcast, or on the web. to our final segment of today's Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I really appreciate all of our guests for joining us today on, on live stream, on radio, on podcasts, on our website at grillnationshow.com or of course on YouTube where we'll post all of our shows and our sneak peeks there each and every week. Again, we are joined by uh, Jen Nusbeck, Sean Long, and Jonathan Connect, KCADC. We're talking about the Parade of Hearts. Jen, why don't we start with you? Um, again, just give us a bite-sized version of what we can expect with this timeline and, uh, you know, the Parade of Hearts in general, kind of, of, of what, of what, when it's going to all be coming together and when we can see things start happening as far as your typical Kansas City and maybe driving around town. So as the artists work on their designs through the winter, we do want to highlight some of the stories, as Sean talked about earlier. There are some incredible artists um, that will be a part of this. Um uh, artists that have been through um, tragedy, challenges. Um, we even have an artist that is both blind and deaf, deaf that has mm-hmm. submitted a design. It's incredible. Um, the hearts will be installed and activated throughout the Kansas City region from the Northland to South, Overland Park, Wyandotte County to Jackson County. And they'll be on display early March next year through the end of May. Um, for three months. And once those hearts are collected at the end of May, then they're going to go up for auction. And much like the cows, we hope to see um, these hearts um, forever installed somewhere, whether it's a home or a business, um, to write the next chapter of our heartland history. That's awesome. And then you mentioned the technology again. Just somebody briefly talk about that, why this is so unique and different. I know Dimensional Innovations and Tucker Trotter is engaged. Um, it's kind of unique. It's, we're dealing with a different level with the tech and the, the artists and whatnot with the fabrication and everything too, right? 
It is. And now, you know, the easiest way to explain it is let's say the four of us are going to go visit a heart um, and we're going to go down. Um, I love choosing 18th and Vine um, and we get right in front of the museum. Um, we don't know exactly where that first heart is, but it's going to give us an idea of where to park, where to walk. As we treasure hunt, kind of like the Pokemon Go, um, is it's going to lead us to the heart. And through facial recognition technology, it's going to recognize that design. And immediately someone will welcome us to the 18th and Vine neighborhood. And from there, the artist will come through and tell us about their inspiration for their design, um, how that came to be. We also want the educational component. Is there a historical relevance to why that heart is placed there or something present day or future? Um, and then finally, one of the most exciting things is the opportunity for area businesses around that heart to engage with those patrons and visitors. So as the four of us are visiting a heart neighborhood, let's say down at um, the campus of University of Kansas Health System, um, we're gonna see a couple of hearts and then we might uh, jump over and hit my favorite pizza place to Bronx. And so we want people to patron in and around those areas and enjoy it, whether it's a family outing, friends, um, or even field trips for the kids. Wow. So lots of opportunities. You've got your 150 spots picked out. Is that true? I know they're not public yet, but have you guys figured out? And that's a lot of spots. It is. We're working through that. But you know what we're going to do, Jason, is we're going to put it out to the public. We want them to tell us where they think these hearts should go. And then it will go, that whole list will go to an independent panel that will be comprised of individuals, um, civic leaders from throughout the region that will help us choose where those hearts go. So they're going to play a big role in where, where these hearts are placed. And the deadline again for an artist submission is September 22nd, correct? Correct. What what are you guys most proud of so far as far as what you've seen? It, and, and we'll just start with Sean throughout the journey so far of working on the Parade of Hearts. I can remember uh, sitting at, uh, at breakfast with a group of folks um, way back when. Again, this was all pre-COVID. Um, Tucker and, and Chase were certainly there along with a few others. You know, for me, the moment of pride comes from kind of seeing this thing in the early stages and then watching it evolve, watching the corporate um, support and reaction to this. The press event that we did at Union Station was really eye-opening to see people get excited. We had a fabricated part there and, he, and, and to, to see literally what what you described earlier start to happen. People were standing by it, taking photos and then sharing it on social media platforms. So my, my hope is that this becomes an iconic event in Kansas City for the next you know, 20 or 30 years and that this is just the beginning and, and to be involved in the grand uh, ground floor has been, has been a moment of pride for me. You'll have a lot of, uh, a lot of hearts. You, you, you mentioned, you know, this is only year one. We'll have 150 hearts. I mean, if this continues to grow, I mean, you might see them. There could be thousands of these things at some point, which is amazing to even think about. Yeah. Not only number of hearts, but geographically how we expand, you know, Kansas city, this heartland region is, is much bigger than just maybe where this first iteration will come out. So hopefully geographically we'll expand along the way as well. Mm -hmm. And, and Jen, let's, uh, let's go back to you briefly again. What, what are your, what are your, what are your, your vision? What are, what are the goals? What are the, if you, if you, you know, walk away from parade of hearts next year after year one, what, what do you really hope to, that comes out of this, this project for Kansas city and for our community? First and foremost is that, 
Kansas Cityans throughout the region just describe it as that aha moment of we came out of a pandemic, civil unrest, all the challenges, and it's not just the pandemic. Um, so many ch difficulties is that we really unified and rallied together and it was heart centered. I think that's the first and foremost. Secondly, and getting those funds right to those that have been most impacted by the events of last year and this year. Um, it's part of economy revitalization, but it is also the center of who Kansas City is. And without those businesses, um, we just aren't who we are. So we've got to support them as well. And Jonathan, um, for you, kind of what is what makes you most excited coming out of this about Kansas City's future as somebody who deals with competition all the time from other cities uh, and how we can kind of capitalize on this moment in this parade of hearts to kind of to kind of help you and what you do each and every day? Sure. You know, the fact that the community is expressing itself, uh, you know, really from edge to edge is is a, is a huge opportunity. You don't see cities express themselves that way. You know, and when we talk about that big KC market, you know, when when you're just using the two letters in the heart, you're talking about that big footprint that identifies as we're from Kansas City in in, in the biggest sense. So if you if you kind of overlay that with, let's say, Chiefs Nation or Royals Nation or Sporting Nation, where where those fans where you get to the edges of this market and maybe they turn into Broncos fans or maybe they turn into Cubs fans, you know, in either direction. Right that this is an opportunity to bring that to life for that big Kansas city to express itself. And like I said, cities don't always have uh, such a unique way to do that. And I think that reflects the creativity and, and the heart, frankly, of the people in Kansas city to want to get behind this. And just as Jen and Sean were sharing so many hundreds of folks wanting to be a part of this. And, uh, and Sean makes a good point. The fact that this may be the first round, but as we, uh, keep going with this. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a real deep part of Kansas City, and and again, that's exciting for everyone. Yeah, it definitely is. The website again is theparadeofhearts.com. Go check it out. It's awesome. There's so many great sponsors and supporters, as well as all the information around kind of the application guideline, the timeline. You'll get to see some of what these hearts look like, as far as uh, on their Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter page, as well as on the website. Again, theparadeofhearts.com. I want to thank Jen Nusbeck, co-director of KC Parade of Hearts, Sean Long, vice president of philanthropy and corporate outreach at the University of Kansas Health System, and Jonathan Connect, the senior vice president of marketing creative at the Kansas City Area Development Council for joining me on today's Grill Nation show. And thank you to all of our uh, listeners, watchers, and everyone that's following along on social media. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you again next week. Take care and have a great day.